Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome or welcome back to the Thoughts That Manifest podcast, where I aim to inspire and awaken your mind to the endless potential that is within you. Today's episode is one that I have been wanting to record for a while now, and it goes along with my healing series. I'm going to be talking about how to heal a broken family wound. Along my own healing journey, I've realized that a lot of our habits, behaviors, beliefs, and triggers stem from childhood in the family and environment that we grew up in. Now, unfortunately, a common theme that has played out in our society for a while now is this theme of broken families. Whether you are a child of divorced parents, or maybe you don't talk to your relatives due to family trauma, whatever the case may be, if you are listening to this episode right now, then you probably have experienced feeling as if your family is broken in some way. So through my healing journey, I've realized that I personally do this thing where I attach myself to people and feelings pretty intensely. I tend to also attach myself to my past, and it's something that I've always struggled to let go of. Now, I've realized it's because I'm so attached to the idea that in order for me to feel content or to feel whole, I have this need to fix what's broken. And as a child, it was always my family that felt broken to me. So a common trauma response for those who come from a broken family is actually trying to fix other people and people-pleasing. It's because everything around them felt broken. They witnessed a lot of energy from others that felt upset, saddened, and hurt. And as a child, they just wanted everyone to be happy, to take away that pain that they could sense from those around them. So... I'll kind of get a little personal here and tell you about my experience and kind of help relate it to what this whole message is today. All right, so when I was younger, I had what looked like the perfect family. My dad would work and provide for his family. My mom had a daycare at our house, so I always had friends around the house to hang out with. I had a little brother and it all seemed happy and great. We would go on family vacations. I would always see my dad's family during the holiday season and sometimes for other events, you know, camping at my uncle's campground and having family cookouts. These were all positive experiences and memories that I can reflect on. As a kid, this was what felt fun and what felt great. Yes, there were times when I did feel like the outsider at my dad's family parties though because, you know, my brother and I were actually the youngest cousins and all of my cousins were a lot older than me. But fast forward to when I was about 11 or 12 years old, my dad ended up getting injured at work and this injury started like a chain of events that forever changed the way that I perceived family. Because the thing is, everything in life is a matter of perception And our perception of life is usually stemmed back to childhood because that's when we were the most vulnerable. We end up carrying these perceptions and beliefs with us into adulthood until we finally realize that the perception we have of life isn't necessarily our own. And it's a perception based off of trauma and based off of the society and environment around us. So... My dad got injured at work, and my dad at the time had been recovering from drug addiction in the past, which was before I was even born. 
He knew he had an addictive personality, so he was skeptical about taking these painkillers that they wanted to prescribe to him, but the doctors assured him, you know, everything would be okay. Well, sadly, everything was not okay. As a child, I didn't know much. I could sense that things were different. My dad was no longer in good moods like he used to be. He was constantly arguing with my mom. I never really saw love and affection between my parents. He was short-tempered and always losing his temper over very small things. And he lost his job, which, you know, made him feel depressed. He could no longer provide for his family the way that he once was. I just remember him always glued to the couch, watching TV, no motivation at all. It honestly felt like my dad was a different person. There was a lot that changed within our home life after this injury happened. My dad was in a lot of pain, and it wasn't just physical pain, but mentally too. But as a child, I wasn't aware of any of this. The only thing I was aware of was my perception, which was that I was making my dad angry, and that I had to walk on eggshells to make sure he wasn't going to be upset with me. I didn't know what my dad was perceiving at the time. I didn't know that my dad was struggling and hurting and I didn't see what was going on between my dad and my mom's marriage. I only saw my perception, okay? And this caused a lot of confusion as a child, wondering why my dad was always upset with me. I thought it was normal to feel this sense of fear as a kid. I just wanted my dad to be happy again. Now fast forward a few years later, when I was about 13 or 14, that's when my parents got a divorce. This divorce was tough for me because my dad was so hurt and because of the hurt that he felt, he took off, he kind of like ran away, he left and went on a cross-country trip to clear his mind, but at the time I didn't realize the big picture. I just felt abandoned. Now this is where everything started to get blurry because once my parents divorced, I didn't just lose that sense of family connection in my own home, but I lost the relatives that came with it. I haven't spoken to my dad's family in years. I think it was 2011, the last time I saw them, which was at my Nana's funeral. And my Nana was literally the glue to the family. I'll never forget the last time I saw her. She was in hospice at the time and my dad and I had been arguing a lot. I went through a lot in my teen years with my father, but I knew I had to see my Nana because I loved her and she was dying. And as I walk in to see her, my dad's brother was sitting in the corner. Okay, mind you, my dad was not with me. It was me, my mom, and my brother. So my dad was not with me at the time because me and my dad were not getting along. But I could sense that my uncle's energy fell off. He was rushing us, telling us we had to hurry because she needed to rest. But now I know he was also fighting with my dad at the time. So this resentment that he held rubbed off onto me and my brother, even though my dad wasn't with us at all. My dad's family, I feel like, has a lot of resentment towards my dad. I don't know the whole story because I only know my dad's side, of course. But what I do know is how badly it hurt my Nana to know that everyone was fighting. So I went over to my Nana and I told her, you know, I loved her. I gave her a hug for the very last time. And she held me and looked me in the eyes. And I remember her telling me, you know, the one thing I ask is that you forgive your father. You need to make amends with him. And to this day, I still believe that my Nana is my spirit guide and that she is always with me. She knew how crucial it was for me to find forgiveness, to let go of the resentment I had towards my father because she knew how life worked. She knew that in order to find peace within myself, I had to stop all the toxic cycles from repeating 
And in order to do that, I needed to forgive, heal, and let go. But there was a time, you know, that I tried to reach out to my dad's family to get us all together, like old times during the holidays, but it was just met with a failed attempt and a lot of excuses. So yeah, we don't talk. We don't see each other. They honestly feel like strangers to me. It's like a distant memory in my mind. For a while, it was hard for me to accept. And now on my mom's side, her family is separated too. My grandpa and my grandma are divorced. She has one sister that I'm close to, but her two brothers feel like strangers to me as well. We don't talk or see each other at all. And out of all my aunts and uncles and cousins on both sides, I talk to one cousin and her mom, which is my aunt and her husband. So my sense of family has always been distorted and caused a huge abandonment and rejection wound when I was a child. Now, this theme of abandonment and rejection played out in my life consistently repeating for a while until I finally became aware of the effects these wounds had on me. I was constantly afraid to get close to others because subconsciously, I thought that if I got close to anyone, they would just leave me. All of the friends that I was close to growing up would just end up moving away from me, and little did I know that this was the universe's way of triggering my wound. Because that's how the universe works. The universe is a reflection of how we feel internally. If you believe that you aren't worthy of being loved, then that's the exact experiences you are going to attract. If you believe everyone is going to just leave you, then you will continue to experience abandonment in situations that make you feel lonely. The beautiful thing about life is that it has no meaning. And now you may be thinking, okay, but how is that beautiful? Well, what's beautiful about it is that we give it meaning, which means life can be whatever we want it to be because everything just is. And it's because of our perception as humans that everything has meaning. But what's even more wild is that everyone has a different meaning for life. For some, to have a meaningful life, you need to have a close relationship with your blood family. But for others, it's not about blood. It's about surrounding yourself with your soul family, which is filled with people who genuinely care about you and check in with you. It's filled with people who want to see you succeed. You see, the reason you feel so hurt over your broken family is because you probably grew up with this idea that family is everything. If you share the same blood, then you need to love them no matter what and support them even if they are toxic or even if they hurt you. But whose belief is that? Where did this meaning come into play? Is it your belief? Is it your meaning? Or is it your family's belief or society's meaning? This is where you have to ask yourself, what meaning do I want to give to my life? When you start to realize that everyone is perceiving life through their own lens based on their own experiences and their own triggers from their own unhealed trauma, well, that's when you realize you can actually change and create a new reality. So for me, I've come to the realization that I had to experience this sense of loss when it came to my blood family in order to find myself and my soul family. It was through these feelings of abandonment, rejection, and loss that led me to this moment right here, right now. If I didn't experience any of this, I may not have realized how the universe truly works. 
I may not have become aware of how I can create my own reality. And I probably wouldn't be here trying to help others do the same. You see, there's a higher purpose for literally everything that happens in your life. It's all connected. Yes, I may not really know my family anymore. I only merely knew them. But I do know who my fam- my soul family is. The people who support my dreams. The people who check in on me to make sure I'm doing okay. And I find a lot of love through my soul family. That's the connections I want and deserve in my life. And I am okay with that. Because that's what family means to me. I accepted that the sense of family I once had isn't the sense of family I have now. But I'm healing and I'm letting go. Oh, but most importantly, if you want to find your soul family in loving connections, you first have to let go of attachments. How do you feel about yourself? Because if you attach your worth to the way other people treat you, you will never be happy. You will always be disappointed. Before you can have those meaningful connections with others, you must first build that meaningful connection with yourself. Do you love yourself? Do you support yourself? Are you always cheering yourself on? The way you show up for yourself is the way other people are going to show up for you. Because remember, the universe is your mirror. It reflects the energy you feel internally. So I encourage you to heal your inner child and change your perspective. I really hope this message reaches who it was meant to reach and that you are able to find inner peace knowing that you are enough. This is where we break those generational trauma cycles. I am sending you all of my love and until next time.